Good morning, all. Good morning. Thank you so much for letting my family and I share our story with you today. You know, it's it's been a journey, and I I've been playing this sermon since I was first diagnosed. Um, and I hope that my story can grow through you as it did me. It all started in the fall of 2015. I was a freshman, 19, running track and cross country and studying dental hygiene. Little did I know Carbondale, Illinois would be the place where I would meet my soulmate be in a physical condition strong enough to defeat the odds. And most importantly, having the Lord hold my life the whole way. I should not be standing in front of you today. I've knocked on death's door countless of times, but they wouldn't let me in. <laughs> I was given a second chance that not many receive life. Cancer is cancer regardless of your diagnosis. It sucks. But I had control over my attitude and it made me realize that God has made me so much stronger than whatever I was about to face. He was with me every second of my journey, and he's still with me. He came to me when I was at my weakest, telling me to keep fighting, that I was going to be okay, to trust in him. that he would lead the way, and that he did. There were days where I heard, Em, you will probably never walk again, always have speech restrictions and heart failure. But joke's on them, because what am I doing right now? <laughs> For those of you that did not hear my sermon earlier last year, I will give a brief summary. In early April of my freshman year, I was starting to feel weak and achy. After weeks of feeling like this, I decided to listen to my mom's advice and go see my sports doctor. Dr. Humphrey did two blood tests that both resulted in my white blood cell count being greater than 100,000, which is really high. <laughs> 
He told me that it could be meningitis or leukemia. On May 3rd of 2016, my deepest fear had come true. I had leukemia. I would be a liar if I said I wasn't scared on that day. But then I remembered Deuteronomy chapter 31 verse 8. It is the Lord who goes before you. He will be with you. You will not fail. He will not fail you or forsake you. Do not fear or be dismayed. Also, Isaiah chapter 43, verse 1 through 3. Do not fear, for I have redeemed you. I have called you by name. You are mine. When you pass through the waters, I will be with you. And through the rivers, they shall not overwhelm you. When you walk through fire, you shall not be burned, and the flame shall not consume you. For I am the Lord, you God, the Holy One, one of Israel, your Savior. As all of this occurred, I did question, why did this happen to me? I was healthy, running track, and in a blink of an eye, fighting for my life. But as the days moved forward, so did my desire to beat this disease. Every day, good or bad, I had a smile on my face. Lance Armstrong once said, cancer survivors are the lucky ones. When I was young, I never quite understood why he said this. But now I know. As survivors, we cherish each day like it's our last. I appreciate the little things now that I often took for granted. But no more. Each day that we are given is a gift. This morning, I stand before you sharing how God has transformed my life. It was no surprise that I was a direct admit at Southern Illinois. where I would meet Luke and be in the best physical state of my life. Yes, it would have been easier if I didn't get sick in the first place. But I look at it this way that God was trying to show me how strong I really am and that He can make the impossible possible. I believe that God was trying to test my strength. 
you know, it seemed like torture at the time, but, you know, I, I believe the Lord was, I, I knew he was always with me. And I, like my parents said, I, I had a peace. And some deep inside of me, I knew that God was not going to give me a disease that I couldn't beat. The message I am sharing this morning revolves around hope and belief. While I was in the hospital, all of my previous doubts about my faith disappeared. It's human nature to question, is he real? Can he fix my problems? Can he hear me? It is human nature to doubt, and we all do it sometimes. But when the Lord told me that I was going to be okay, when he sent me angels that only I could hear, he sent me my great-grandpa, and I saw him alive again. He gave me hope. Hope to fight. Hope to survive. Hope to believe. And hope to finally cast all my doubts away. I now know the true meaning of not taking anything for granted. I wake up every day just ready to live. Throughout the 37 days in ICU, my family often wondered if after all this had happened, would I still be Emily? On a cloudy afternoon, I'll share a little story. On a cloudy afternoon in ICU, Felicia, one of my favorites, she was, I guess she was tech, maybe, or, well, she was a janitor, but I, I love Felicia, so. <laughs> So she, she was mopping my floors on that day. And my, uh, my eager father was walking into the room a little too quickly. <laughs> yeah, a little too excited. <laughs> Next thing I know, Mike Settle is just about does the splits <laughs> in my room. <laughs> That was so funny. <laughs> I started to laugh. Well, I tried. It appeared that I was in pain, but I was trying to laugh. And my mom was asking if I was okay or if I was laughing. And so I tried to shake my head that I was laughing. And mom goes, yep. She's okay. 
on a day, on another day in ICU, where I was struggling with the tubes that had attached themselves to me, I saw one of the radiologist helpers enter my room. I would not stop crying on that day. Then the woman in gray scrubs starts to sing the most beautiful hymn I have ever heard. I finally stopped crying and I stopped fighting the tubes. No one saw her enter or leave my room and we never saw her again. Weeks later, we realized that she wasn't in, a, in an employee of Barnes. She was one of God's special angels. There was also a night in St. Louis where I felt awful. My body hurt so bad I could barely breathe. My dad was with me that night. He took me, he took me to the hospital. Struggling here, sorry. He took me to the hospital to make sure everything was all right. The docs gave me some medicine so I could pick them up at CVS. While I was hunched over in the back seat, Matthew West came on the radio, strong enough. To this day, every time I hear that song, I'm reminded to stay strong, that God's got this. Situations like these do one of two things, either bring you closer to Christ or lead you further away from him. I will confess in college, my faith was not the first thing on my mind. I went to church a total of one time. It was something that had kind of turned into an on or off thing. I quickly realized that these miracles that were taking place around me were no coincidence. These were acts of God. He would be the one to save me. I find myself asking every day, why was I saved and so many others weren't? Cases that were not as challenging or similar to mine, why was I saved and they weren't? This is a question that I, I don't have the answer to. One day I will, but until then, until that day, 
I feel that God wants me to do something for him on earth. And what that is exactly, I do not know. But I will spend the rest of my life figuring that out. Two years ago, if someone came to me and asked me to pick between another typical friendly life while making memories with my closest friends, or test my strength and courage and have the rest of my life be filled with new adventures, people, and places. Both sound nice, but from hearing those two, healthy me probably would have picked the second one. Although I didn't realize that the adventure would almost take my life. I'm happy to say it gave me an outlook on life that no one can take away from me. I also made a lot of lifelong friends that have loved me like their own since day one. So leukemia, cheers to you and thank you for the blessings it came with. Here are some last words I would like to leave you with today. Never be afraid to trust an unknown future to a known God. God has been with me as soon as I entered this world. He is with us always. Whatever you're going through, trust in him. Micah chapter seven, verse seven. But as for me, I will look to the Lord. I will wait for the God of my salvation. My God will hear me. Thank you for listening, and thank you so much for your prayers and my cure.